It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. All right, we're running the triangle offense today on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Just three of us. There it is. The triangle. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's good, man? I come, I come yeah. right, I come right on in, and I get right to the smoke. Let's go. The mm. fact is, hey, you, I didn't know you, you could, uh, you can buy lottery tickets on the app. Oh, absolutely. I had no idea. We just learned. Oh, absolutely. That you no know what? This, this is the new world. You know, you, it's because you guys are of age. So I'm going to put you on to something. <laughs> <laughs> if you are one of those people that's like, ah, I can't go to the store to buy yeah. the lotto ticket because it's up to 1.2 billion tonight for the Powerball, you could get this app called, what is it called? The Jack? Pot app, mm-hmm. yeah. Jackpot Buy app it on then, the man. phone. You get, you order your ticket on there, and later on they send you the actual ticket in the email or through the app, and it's just like you got your ticket, so you could do it right from your phone. That's right. One point two billion. Don't miss out I on the opportunity. Take it all after taxes. I believe you get two hundred fifty million. If you take Is it that all. it? <laughs> no, 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 just no, no, way no. more than you that. Be more than that. Way no, because I think it's five hundred million. If you take it all at once, okay, and then you lose half for taxes. But but I thought no 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 no. Does it matter? Yes, it does. It does because I feel like I'm a win. Your family set for generations. Which if you if you won, would you take the lump sum or would you take the payment? Damn right, I take the lump sum. No, you always take the lump sum, Tyvis. They've done all the math and calculations. I guess if I were young. Yeah, you know, like you, if I like, hit it, I should just say. But like, what if you die next year? Do you still get the money? Does, he, does his wife get it? <laughs> yeah, does his kids good, get that's it? What actually happens? a really good question. I don't know the answer to that, but I have read multiple studies yeah. on what you do if you win the lottery. You, you always, always take the take lump it. sum. I'm taking the lump sum. You deal with the taxes later, but you take the lump sum, then you invest half of what you get, and, and hopefully then, that turns into right. a lot more money. G, you, you taking the lump sum? Man, that's easy money. Of lump course. sum, I'm taking all of it. Yeah. Um, and, and and what I'm gonna do eventually, I would just, I would get everybody I got, I know in the room, and it would be different. I yeah. would I would just get them in the room and be like, all right, I have a lawyer there. Yeah. And I got a list of people. His Here's cousin, what you're getting. You're his, getting. His, his his like all the people I know. Yeah. I got I got coworkers, friends. Family members, yeah, down to the. They all getting the same amount, and then they got a side agreement they can never ask right. you for anymore. So basically, and I'm, I'm for re- sure, and I'm, re- <laughs> and I'm reporting it as a tax write off too. <laughs> so, so some of them, some of them is going to be getting paid to go to school. So yeah. it's charity. Some of them are going to be paid because they're on a, a lower income. So basically, I'm going to go up. They sign off when they check, and there will be an accountant there, post it up, and then after that. I'm good. You gonna get your parents like a new house, or do they love their house and don't want to move? Oh, come on, my mom. My mom thinks she gonna move with me when I get oh, <laughs> my first house. So you gotta so, buy your parents a new so, house. So parents could get parents would get and a house, more. but I, I would probably. 
here's the thing. I would even give coworkers money. Like I'd be like, all right, look, if I got two hundred million to spend, right? Yeah. I mean, if you gave people you that's, know, that's too much. Three million, money, man. That's a lot, though. Three million. <laughs> you know what this hand? That'd be pretty tight with somebody giving three million dollars. No, no, you don't. Here's because he's that's very generous. Like, here's the thing. If I gave him, so, okay, this is crazy. If everybody in here, there's like eight of us, right? Yeah. Eight I, of us win. We give everybody. I, else. I, if I gave everybody in here a million dollars. Yeah, that's life changing. It you, is. you a million. I just made you a, a millionaire. millionaire right? Yeah. So look good. Look when I come back. Y'all gonna be like, I'm good. I don't right. have no problems. And with then you. we can all do the show and say whatever <laughs> we want because okay, fire me. I'll do it on my own. Everybody, <laughs> everybody you definitely would do things with a different mindset. For <laughs> sure. it's, 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 it's the thing about saying like you can actually literally say <laughs> look everybody I know is rich and it's an investment. If you get a million dollars and you flip it and do something else, maybe you might cut me in on the business, right? Mm, See what I'm saying? I'm investing because look, I might fall off. I won't fall off, but I'm just saying (laughs) I gave you an opportunity. So at the end of the day, everybody's rich. We've learned G Bush is very generous. I don't need that's I don't even need. I think if I hit the lottery. Yeah, all the thing I think I need is like two million dollars. Wait a second. Five minutes ago, you're complaining that it was only two hundred fifty. Yeah, now, like, I only need two. Well, million. I mean, it's it's the difference to know that I I'd got all. I'd be very happy money. with two million dollars. Two million. <laughs> I think I I take care of everything I want. To exactly. Well, you know. <laughs> By the way, how come we can do everything on on our phones and online except vote? Why can't we vote online? Because they don't know that it's you voting. Ah, baloney. <laughs> They could, they, they could find. They could, give the me reason. a break. <laughs> or, or I don't understand. With elections coming up, you should have to opt out of registering. Everybody, yes, I agree. You, you when already. You be, when you turn eighteen, <laughs> you should automatically be registered to vote. You have to then go through hoops to say no. I don't right. want to do this anymore. And it should be a national holiday, and everybody should have to vote. You know, in Brazil, isn't that next week? Yes, yes, it it's is. Six it's days six days away. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> in Brazil, I believe everybody has to vote. I got to make sure I vote. And a lot of people Bull, voted in Bull there. Bull has made it emphatically go, clear that Come I on. need to vote. So get I'm with it. Vote. Get with it. All right, lots to get to, guys, today. We're going to talk with Loudmouth Leroy later in the oh, show. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Here you go. Leroy's at 1130. And then Robert Smith's going to join us at 12. And then Dave Richard, our fantasy guru, later. We'll look ahead to the Cavs' uh, big game. I mean, it's early in the season. I don't know if it's that big a game, but... I think no, we're it's, it's big. It's, it's right? big. Anytime so, you so go against Gary's my play tonight. He's questionable I for the game, so. so he's it, been upgraded from out to questionable, right? Correct. If they win tonight, and the reason I think it's a big game, <laughs> if they win tonight, I know it's eight games in, but it puts them in the echelon mentally that they can compete with any team in the East. They lose tonight. But they already beat Boston on the road. But that's what, you could do it twice in a five-day <laughs> yeah. stretch. Yeah. I think it solidifies. Boston's a perfect well, 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 first of all, they already know that they can run with anybody because they, they, they beat them already. So they know that we're good. It's just I'm interested to see how Karras plays again tonight because for some odd reason against Boston is when he plays his best. Yeah, you think about when he was in Brooklyn, he dropped a 50 piece. It was right. Yep. Boston. And he had that 41 point. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't think you can read too much into the regular season because true the playoffs is a whole new ball game. But we all the, the thing for me with the Cavs is not that it proves anything. I just think they're a hell of a lot of fun to watch. So I want to watch them play. Absolutely. That's, that's all it is for me, I, personally. I, I like I like measuring wise. Does it mean like uh, you, you, they're going to be uh, game stoppers? Does it mean that they're going to be some team that's just going to be uh, a number one seed in the East? No, not necessarily speaking. Mm-hmm. But you can at least look at the game, watch the game, and say, look, hey, we beat uh, a really good team on, on their place. Mm-hmm. We came back. 
we beat them again at our place. And yeah. now that confidence kind of grows and it, it is it's fed sure. to not just Donovan Mitchell, but the younger guys. The yeah. younger guys play a little more Confidence confidently. Yeah. And, and you look at the rest of the league. Yeah. Lakers are playing terrible. Hmm. Golden State is playing terrible. The Nets, the Nets are definitely playing terrible. <laughs> F and the it, Nets. F the Nets. They didn't got people fired you know, already. Wait, yeah. you know who not playing terrible? Who's that? I He's going to say Giannis. Just get it out. Yes, go ahead. Giannis. All right, we'll get He's back. He's the best player in the league. We, the we love the best Giannis. The we'll get back to basketball <laughs> later, guys. And we'll, and we'll, Tyvis wasn't here yesterday, so we'll get his thoughts on the Browns win over the Bengals. But obviously, yesterday was the trade deadline. It was on fire. There were a lot of things yeah. going on yesterday. Yeah. Browns didn't do anything. Let's see what Andrew Berry had to say. Uh, he met with the media, guys, and he talked about, you know, why they didn't do anything, ultimately, uh, for Mary Kay Cabot. Andrew Berry acknowledged the victory over the Bengals, blah, blah, blah. Uh, had a mild impact on their approach to the deadline. They likely hung on to a few guys like Greedy Williams for good depth. We talked about it last week, and here we go. Says he came close to acquiring a player at the deadline, but the compensation package didn't work out. He credited Kareem Hunt with how he handled the past few months. Uh, expects a strong second half, and, and then he went on to say that, uh, oh, this, this has nothing to do with that. Okay. This is a one, but yes, from Andrew Berry. Said Deshaun Watson will start the first game. He's eligible December 4th. Uh, I don't know why. Would anybody think anything different? No. Not at all. He got two questions about it in the press conference. They, they really? asked him that. Yeah. They got to cut he, it. He was Somebody adamant really about, cut it out. Do you, I guess he got it. I guess he can ask the question. That would be insane to start uh, Jacoby Brissett over Deshaun Watson. But, he also uh, said, by the way, the one that didn't yeah. come up was they did receive a ton of calls on Kareem Hunt. They didn't get the compensation yeah. they wanted in return. So they now, do we know for sure that he said it, or is Mary Kay just is that from her sources that she's heard that? She was live tweeting the press conference. And okay. It was in the stream of all right. Because she's the most connected Browns reporter. Yeah, and uh, really, I, I, and Jason too. Although Jason's not technically a Browns reporter, they're the two most connected. So I was curious if that was just information she had heard, but. You know, he said it there, guys, and we talked about it before the Browns played the Bengals. I think we all kind of thought, hey, if they lose, they sell they're more likely to sell guys. Yeah. If they win, you're still, even though it's, all, it's not the Browns don't have great odds of making the playoffs, at least it's, you could see the light of it mm -hmm. where you couldn't at really a two and six. So, and Andrew Berry, it was interesting that he admitted that that did play at least somewhat of a role. You, you know what I thought, you know, and, and it just hit me. You know why I think a strong point why they kept Kareem is because, yeah, you know, you go through the season, Nick Chubb can get hurt and everybody be more comfortable if Kareem is in there. Kareem played well, but... This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home, but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Another thought was 
Baltimore just acquired Roquan Smith. So them mm-hmm. linebackers just got really good. They got two guys that they're activating off of IR this week, uh, Ojabo and another guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be really athletic at the at the linebacker position. You have to be able to offset that. And if you can put the double backfield with him and with Nick Chubb and Kareem out there, that gives that linebacker group problems. And and at this point, you got to find out mismatches and find ways to win games. And Kareem Hunt will be an X factor if they right. decide to go that route. So I think they looked forward. You got Deshaun Watson for the rest of your division games. You'll have Deshaun Watson for the rest of those. And now if you got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in the backfield together with Deshaun Watson, man, that's uh that's that's scary. I, I love the fact that he, he came out and publicly said that he pe- came out and said, hey, I commend him for doing what he's done. He, he yeah. did a great job while he was uh, while we, he was on the trade block because it was public news. Sure. It was public notice. And so a lot of times and he kind of made it public. Yeah. He said he wanted to be traded. Before yeah. the year. Sure and, and a lot of times what will happen is fans will say the, the one thing that we always jump on is, oh, you didn't want to be here. He didn't want to especially be here, here especially here. It, it, they're super sensitive yeah. about whether or not you better say you love it here. You, <laughs> you like Christmas ale. You, you, you used to root for the Yankees because you grew up there, but now you're a Guardians fan. We be we be having all kind of hoops. People you have to eat dog biscuits. Yeah. You got to you got to be Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he's, you doing, he's he's excelling right this, now. This all in this man's agent yeah. is, is is king right now. But maybe people didn't get as mad as cream because he's from here. So maybe that was it. Well, but it's not that he doesn't want to be in Cleveland. It's he wants to be a starter, which I think we all understand. He wants to be a starter. He's right. 28 and he wants to get paid. Of course. Yes. Your running back life is only a certain amount of time. You only right. got maybe two times to hit the bag. And well, he's yeah. obviously and he's, he's deserved. He, he right, but the he's first not, time. He's not running backs are not getting big money. Anymore. No, no, but so like you got at least Chubb, the money that Nick Chubb got. Is the new standard. Yeah, Nobody's yeah. like the Ezekiel Elliott contract. That's a disaster for Dallas. I know he's your boy. Whoa. Dude, <laughs> Whoa. He signed six years, 90 million. Nobody. That, that was rough. And he's at great? this point, he's a middle of the road back. At this point, Pollard. Oh, goodness. Is more, Y'all, more explosive. Listen, are we not, we're not doing this. Dude, we're not doing Pollard this. Pollard is more explosive. Pollard, is, hey, he I'm is. Pollard got less miles on his I know, body. That's dude. the point. We're not debating that, so, but he's more explosive. But somebody, listen, if, if Pollard does it against somebody other than Chicago, if he goes against a great defense and does it. I mean, Chicago just shut down New England the week before. Their running game has been great. Hey, look, they have a great running back. Ramondre Stevenson's been oh, oh, so, so he's great. I'm he, not he, saying he he's good. great. I'm saying he's been he good. phenomenal. That's not year. the point. We're talking about Kareem. <laughs> y'all, I like how y'all are trying to slide this in. No, but <laughs> the point is, yes, he is trying to get paid. Yes. And, it, yes, nobody's getting that Z contract again as a running back, I don't think. Even, like, a McCaffrey, that type of like, – you know, Even a McCaffrey deal, if you look at right, it – Right, not, it's not. Is that, even, <laughs> is that worth it? Like, the Panthers – you think about it. The Panthers traded him, and they gave him that big-time deal. Yeah. For what he gave them production-wise, because right, he's been hurt, it, until this it year. wasn't worth it. Do you think that? I think Kareem actually would be better when Deshaun's back. Oh, he'll be like he'll be, yeah. Yeah. everybody oh, on the offense yeah, be yeah. better. But I think like he would benefit a lot. Yeah, because of the fact that you know Deshaun can extend plays and he'll have a guy no that he doubt. can dump it out to. And he'll be kind of wide open. Tybus, that's why I'm so I get it. He's 28. Yeah, he has you know. He's a person that is behind Nick Chubb, who's the best back in the league. Yeah. But exactly what you were saying, it, when he gets here and you got Deshaun Watson, 
Now that's going to open up some other different things. And I know you don't want to pay two running backs and you don't pay a running back as 28. But but I'm going to tell you what, if they get him in a position and they using him like they used him last week with Deshaun Watson oh, it's and a, RPOs woo, yeah. and screen game, you could actually make Kareem Hunt if you yeah. made a position for him where he's he's almost your second tight end. He's almost your first fullback. He's also your third down back if you put him in with, with uh, Nick Chubb. That's a that's a lot of dynamic yeah. playmakers, I but I don't know play. if they'll they'll do that. But yeah, I mean, we saw it a little this week. We've seen it a little in Carolina and some other games. But um, I, I I think I do I do believe that ultimately, if somebody had made them a good enough <coughs> offer, they would have traded Kareem. Yeah, yes. for sure. If if they had gotten a Christian McCaffrey type offer, and I think Kareem Hunt, you know, while he's Approaching 28, or I think did he just turn 28? I don't know if he is. I think he's about to be 28. I think he's the same type of player as Christian McCaffrey. He's right. He's got a similar skill set. Yeah. I think he's being actually undervalued because he's been a backup here for a couple of years. Yep. And people and, and like he's not really a backup running back. He's just because Nick Chubb's the best. Yeah. And by the way, before I was saying everybody's going to be better with Deshaun Watson, except for maybe Nick Chubb, because I don't know if Nick Chubb can be any. I mean, can he be better? No. No. I mean, Nick. I don't know but that it, it does, it does open up a little bit more. It will yeah. open up a lot. If you're running RPOs, yeah. that could scare a lot. But I thought of a play just now. Think about, <laughs> think about this, G-Bus. I'm from a defensive mindset, okay? Say they come out, 11 personnel, 11 personnel, run running back, one tight end, but you put Kareem as the slot guy. You run the, the quarterback read with Nick Chubb, with Kareem in the slot, right? Pull it. Run towards Kareem as he bubbles out. Now, if you in cover three or if you in man, you got to respect mm -hmm. Kareem going out. So either Deshaun Watson can run it, but you know, when people see quarterbacks run, they drop what they're doing. Yep. So Deshaun Watson approaches the line, they pull, yep. pick up on him, boom, throw it out to Kareem. That is a nasty play. That's what the Eagles have been doing. That's nasty. Oh, that's nasty. That's what the Eagles offense has been doing to attack. Yeah, Jalen. That's hard to stop. I know it's a little off what we were discussing, but you brought it up. How good has Jalen Hurts been, by the way? He's doing his thing, man. They did it right. I thought he – I was, like, not sold on Jalen Hurts. I wasn't – I was, but I wasn't. Not like this. Not like this. Not like this. He's different, man. Like – I, I wasn't. I, I didn't think he was going to be anything coming out of Alabama, when, especially when Tua got his minutes. So when Tua came, right. I was like, okay, well, he might be a scat back. He might move, have to move the offense because I didn't even see the arm. But then he went to that that one year Oklahoma, and he did his thing, and yeah. he was killing. And I was like, okay, and, and, and AJ Brown doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Vital, he's a stud. By the way, I'm <laughs> Tennessee. Oh. <laughs> what, like, what are you doing? They the only problem with Brown is he had some injury problems in the past, but. When this guy's on the field, he's one of the best backs in the league. I'm mean, best wide receiver. Gee, Bush, it's it's the whole trend in the NFL, though. I mean, the Packers traded Devontae Adams, and they have no one at receiver. The Chiefs got rid of Tyree Kill. The uh, <laughs> Titans got rid of A.J. Brown. They just think they can draft these receivers and pay them. Well, that's because well, Justin and Jefferson. And I disagree. Justin, I disagree with the philosophy, but I that's do too. the trend in Justin the NFL. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, they came in and just made instant Huge impact. Impacts. So that right. was like the thing. Yeah, but those, I think that's the accept, more the exception but that's, than the rule. But people, it's like, yeah, when, it's like of the moment. it was like when Richard Sherman became the top corner. The right. Everybody wanted a 6'3 yeah, corner. Yeah, right. Right. It's, like, it's just a new thing to do. But the thing is, you look, the Titans are still playing well, even without A.J. Brown, right? Somehow. Well, they running the ball. So is Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, Ty Chiefs are still good without Tyreek Hill, but so is Miami with him. Yep. 
And in the Devontae Adams case, the Packers are worse without him, but the Raiders suck with with him. I, I, so it's, my, my, I never, maybe somebody could tell me, I never understood the, the, the Devontae Adams move. I never got it. I, he well, wouldn't sign a long-term extension. So they didn't, he was, I, he was going to be, he was unhappy. He wanted a new extension, which I get it. He's one of the best wide receivers yeah. in the league, but they offered, supposedly they offered him a deal. He wasn't, he didn't accept it. It wasn't enough. And so that, that's why they ultimately did it. Well, listen, I, I tell you what, you know, these receivers really add so many dimensions to your offense. Yeah, like they if do. You got that. That's why even even when we look at the Cleveland Browns, bringing it back to the Browns, even when yeah. you got guys like Amari Cooper who went for a fifth round pick fifth. What a great trade. By <laughs> I can't believe it. I mean, this guy, oh my. it's the key of the offseason. Hey, Bears, hey, the Bears gave up a second round pick for Chase Claypool, <laughs> who's in my opinion, just an average wide receiver. <laughs> he's not, he's he, not bad, he, but he's not great. Andrew Berry should be investigated Bro. For, for robbery. I, mean, I get, <laughs> oh I get it that Amari Cooper is getting paid a lot more than Chase Claypool, but Amari Cooper's contract is basically a year-to-year -year deal. They can get out of it after any year if they wanted to. Hey, so it's that. not that much. But Amari Cooper's so much better than Chase Claypool. He and I'm gonna say this, man. Um, you know, I'm a I, I, I'm an OBJ guy. Yeah. But this this he is more the, effective. This, this is the production. He's we more was, reliable. This this he, is the guy we this is we we thought we was getting when we got Odell Beckham Jr. You saw the deep ball. You see how he catches the football. You you see how he. By the way, his routes, Tyrus, maybe you can speak I've to that. I've been saying it. Hey, yeah, you have been. The, I've been saying The way it. he's breaking boys off. I'm telling you. He's breaking dudes off on, like, he's 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 getting dudes in a phone booth. This is like, his five yards, he's giving them crazy shoulder width, his foot, even the way he lines up in his stance. Did you, did you notice? Because I was when I was at the game, I was watching this very closely. <laughs> did you know that Cheeto... Shadobi Awusie who's gone the, for the year was the one checking Amari no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you put that rookie on Amari, he going for five hundred yards. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> so right, that, and Cheeto obviously played with Amari in Dallas, so he got man. the longest yeah, yeah. of all the time. But it didn't matter, man. Amari is. If you've never seen it, I keep saying if a corner's never went against Amari, like it's it's scary to see. You'd be like, whoa. <laughs> I, I would still argue that. As critical at times as I've been of Odell, at his best, he's better than Amari Cooper. At, but uh, how often is he at his best these yeah, days? At, at, his, at his best, best, he's one of the best athletes to ever play no Odell. Yeah, at his best. But you have to utilize him correctly. And, and for right. some odd reason, this offense just wasn't and for a, him. And Amari Cooper, like, again, maybe some of it's unfair. Amari Cooper never has a bad attitude no, that no. I've ever known of. Never. Odell sometimes does. He's a, he's. A I won't receiver. say I won't say Amari don't have a bad attitude. It, okay, it's, 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 it's the fact that he, he's smart enough not to say it. Uh, exactly. Fair enough. He's not going to ever he come out straight. Yeah. Right. Demonstrated. Mm. Odell's like no 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 no. You I are. was open on that play. You, you, you know how many times Amari Cooper been open during yeah. the season and he ain't said nothing. You, no. wa you watch. Mikey McNuggets. Okay. Got What's a going? question for you, you guys. You wearing glasses today? What's with the glasses? I said yeah. I, uh, my contacts didn't want to cooperate. Mm -hmm. I got new glasses a couple weeks ago. My mom's been telling me to wear them. So you look like right. you look like sharp. Clark Kent. Thank you. You're, are you are you rooting for Northwestern this week? I see. This is Northeastern. <laughs> I thought it's Northeastern. The my brother went to college. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, but question for you guys. So the Browns' next game after the bye is Miami. Yeah. And we're looking at that three-game stretch: Miami, Buffalo, Tampa Bay. Right. Knowing but. Cleveland needs to win two of those games. Miami made a major move yesterday, two really, acquiring Bradley Chubb. Let's take the tag board here. But they got Bradley Chubb from the Broncos for a first-round pick. They also got Jeff Wilson 
from San Francisco. Do those moves change your prediction? I know we're 10 days no. out, but does that adding an elite pass rusher like that change how you feel about Is that Is he Miami an elite game? pass rusher? He can't. At his best, he was. I mean, he was the, him and Von Miller was he's something. He's been hurt nice. a lot. But he has been I hurt. Mean, if, he, if he's a healthy guy. I look guy, at him as a really good player, but not. I don't, I don't think of him as like Miles Garrett or those can, guys. He can be effective in the game. I actually, at the time of the draft, wanted the Browns to take him instead of Denzel Ward. Yeah, a lot of people. I did, I did too. Yeah. A lot of people did. And, and well, and this is ironic. The they're fact, both good, and they're both really good players, yeah, and, even though Denzel's not having a great year. And he just so happens to be Nick Chubb's cousin. Yeah, is he? Yeah, is he really? really? How I, I didn't, didn't realize. I that. didn't know that either. Yes, that, d- d- he and Nick Chubb are cousins. <laughs> and it's crazy because Nick Chubb is so silent. He's never spoken about it. <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah it's just. He, I can confirm. G. Bush is right. Yeah. Bradley is the younger cousin of Nick Chubb. Yep. It's a fact. fact. It's a lot of talent in that wow. family. It is. Where it were is. their parents? Like, n- neither one of their parents played the played sports? I, I don't know. They're monsters. How do you have that talent? To, to <laughs> ridiculously talented kids. Monsters. <laughs> like, How about your Bradley Chubb? Like, you're really good. You're an excellent NFL player. And you're, like, successful. You were top no, five No, their dad was an NFL player. Oh, okay. Okay, Who, so here, here's, the Wiki, here's the Wikipedia family life of the Chubbs. <laughs> the Chubbs. <laughs> this is so quote funny. from Wikipedia. Yeah. Chubb's brother, Brandon Chubb, played college football. Whoa, which Forest. Chubb's brother? This is Bradley Chubb. Okay. Bradley Chubb's brother. Bradley Chubb's brother. Brandon. Brandon. And uh, Nick Chubb's brother played football at Air Force. Or okay. was it, went into Air Force. I think but I knew that. So but Bradley Chubb's brother, Brandon Chubb, yeah. played college football at Wake Forest, signed as an undrafted free agent with the Los Angeles Rams in 2016. Their father, Aaron, Aaron Chubb, was a late-round draft pick of the Patriots in 1989. Bradley Chubb is the younger cousin of Nick Chubb, who played for the Georgia Bulldogs and was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. 30 picks after Bradley was drafted with the 35th overall pick in the second round of the 2018 NFL draft. All right, but Nick Chubb's dad didn't play, as far as we know. I'm looking at it now. But that's but yes. obviously but that's, that's, that's family. Like, anyway, yeah, that's a lot of – that's like the math. But, like, I was, my point was that Bradley Chubb, you like this excellent football player, a great college test, drafted high, and you're not even the best player in the family. No. That's his crazy. father. Okay, we got Nick Chubb's update. You ready? Yeah. This is the Chubb family tree here. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I like you saying the word Chubb. This over is what over. we call. Yeah. Well, this is what we call an iceberg on the internet. Yeah, this is the the rabbit hole you fall down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick Chubb's older brother Henry played cornerback at Troy University. Okay. His other brother Zach played defensive back at Air Force. His father played at Valdosta State. And his uncle Aaron was a linebacker for Georgia. Yeah. Oh yeah, he hits a lot. They, 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 he That's was just good genetics. He, there. Yeah, it's, just, it's a good it's, athletic family. Yeah, yeah. 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 His that mom might, probably played like some other sport. Probably, <laughs> she, probably she probably played volleyball. Athlete. She's yeah. six foot one, Track star or something <laughs> like that. But yeah. I, but the way I think this Bradley Chubb thing does, it has a little bit of an impact. You know, he'll still have to learn the playbook and stuff like that. Right. So it won't be an immediate. But at the end of the day, he's a pass rusher, and he's going right. to be on the side probably of Jedrick Wills, who's Hasn't been doing great. I mean, yeah. he has times where he looks bad. So he'll probably win a couple of those. I think you have to slide the protection that way a little bit. So I think that in that aspect, right. when it comes sure. to protection. It makes them better. Right. But if you were going to pick, like, I, you know, we're a long way from the game. But, like, if I was going to pick the Browns to win, I'm not going to now, oh, well, they got Bradley Chubb. No. Heck no. No. He ain't that but type of guy. Could he end up making a difference in the game? Sure. Absolutely. He, he makes a big play, forces a turnover. Well, they, and could they, make the difference. they said that Denver – has and for the past couple of years, yeah. uh, a trade from Denver has ultimately led teams to go to the Super Bowl. Right. You think Von of Miller. Emmanuel Sanders went to 49ers, they went to the Super Bowl. Right. Von Miller last year goes to the Rams, they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
could Bradley Chubb be that guy for? I, I well, you know, when you Miami. talk when you talk about Chubb and being a defensive end, the thing that you hate as a defensive end is a team that's balanced. Right. Like, I, I sure it's pass, a running game and play action. Yeah, slows down all pass rush guys because you have to play the run. It, it, I, I can't be up there on second and three. Yeah. Being like, oh, I'm guessing. That, right. Yeah. That actually, you, that brought right. you brought that up because it leads me to a point about the game on Monday. Yeah, let's I, get to that. We didn't I, get your take. I think on it's you. one of those things that you see they they opted to sit Perion and, and have another Isaac Rose, Rochelle came in as yeah. the the guy to be in the game that that week, and they went with four pass rushers a lot of the times on yep. that. And it's easy when you're going against a team that can't run the ball that well because you right. know they're passing it. And if you got some of the best pass rushers with with your Davion Miles, and now you add in Alex and you add in Isaiah Thomas, who actually made a sack, mm -hmm. then it's easier for those guys. If you think about the best teams in the league, you think about Miami, you think about Buffalo, you think about Tampa Bay, which happen to be the next couple of games coming up. They are heavy pass teams. Yep. So that gives us Kansas actually, City too. It gives us actually a good shot if they run in those four guys in there. If, especially if they can handle being that defensive tackle, it yeah. gives us a good shot to be in the game because pass rush changes an entire game. And I think that's what we seen yeah. there from this uh, last game. And the interesting thing is the other the other great running back, right? You know, you think of in the AFC, Derrick Henry. Well, their team's one dimensional the other way, right? Yeah. Because yep. they so can't you, throw the ball. Yeah, you got to be beat. Who's there? Up. Can you name a wide receiver on the Titans? Robin Ty Ro uh, Robert Woods. Oh, Robert Woods, Robert right. Woods. But he's been awful. He hasn't, he hasn't played. He hasn't done anything. I think he's, like, washed up. They got Traylon Burks, who they drafted. He's in hurt, draft, I think. But he's been hurt. Yeah. He hasn't yeah, played. They ain't nobody. Uh, is Leroy, you said Leroy's up? We got Leroy, and nobody knows how effective Bradley Chubb could be on the Dolphins than the man who lives in Miami himself, the one and only Leroy Horde. Leroy, the Dolphins are 5-0 and in the game's Tua plays – uh, start to finish. Are, are, mm -hmm. are you all in on Tua, by the way, heading into this this matchup next week before we get back to the Browns? I've, I've always been. Okay. Um, here's the deal. There's a couple of things that you don't just lose, okay? How can a guy who had exceptional arm strength, very accurate, all of a sudden get into the league and nobody – Ever, oh, his arm is shot. He can't do this. He, you don't just lose that those things that quick in the NFL. Um, a lot of it has to do with he was thrust into action and he wasn't strong enough yet. He had just gotten off a hip. Then he got hurt again um, because he was he had no protection. Yep. Um, the coach didn't have any faith in him, which is ironic because I think um, – Brian Flores is a hell of a coach. My biggest pet peeve with him was this. How are you going to be a second-year coach and trash a young player yeah, when you're in the same damn spot he in? Yeah. <laughs> you see? And I always I always had a problem with that. I always have a problem when these teams draft players. That player didn't ask to come here. It's your job to make it work. You brought him here. So why wouldn't you give him the ultimate to support, the ultimate support just to see if it's going to work? Because you selected him. We give up on players way too quick without understanding. Like, first of all, coaches going to make mistakes too. Like, it's one thing to be sitting next to the head coach and say what you would do. It's another thing to have them 30 seconds to make game game 
decisions on your own. And you, some coaches stumble through that for a while. So I'm always a little, you know, lenient on those things because I understand how difficult that is. You don't know how many times we go into a huddle and we got to look over to the sideline with 15 seconds left and wonder what the play is because the coach still trying to figure out what play to call. <laughs> they all do it. They, by the it way, happens all the time. By the way, guys, that 20, you know, now that two is looking like the real deal this year, mm-hmm. that 2020 draft in terms of quarterbacks, Burrow, Herbert, Tua, I mean, my gosh. Mm. That do look yep. good. I didn't even think about <laughs> it. Yeah, like that. You, know, you think all the talk was about the, you know, Baker's class, which was what, 18? 18. Yeah, yeah, 18. yeah. yeah. And then last year's class with five quarterbacks in the first <laughs> right. round. But last year's terrible. class looks like trash. The 18 class obviously has Whoa, Lamar. Wait, who yeah. class had five? Trevor Lawrence, Mac, jo- uh, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. I mean, Justin Fields is looking better, but he's not, you know, blowing the world. None of those order. guys look particularly the, good. Who was the last No, they're one? all. There's five, there's the five in the one? first round. I can't remember. Trey but, Lance. And Trey oh, Lance. Yeah, Trey and Lance. none of them look particularly wait, great. The 18 class was this obviously. Last year? Wasn't yeah, it Malik uh, Willis? No, that was two no, this, this year. year. No, two Malik years. Willis was this oh, year. Oh, yeah, this year. Oh, yeah. yeah, but the 2018 class right now looks, well, not right now. It's over. Josh Allen. It's Lamar over. and Josh Allen. Yeah. It was five, but only two of them panned out. Yeah. yeah. The other three and, suck. And, and think about, here, here's, here's what you need to understand. Going into that draft, the nonsense that was talked about Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Who since has an MVP. And if not for his team, would have more success. Right? Because they almost put him in positions not to win, but to see if he can do it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, a, that's what they do. They put him in these difficult situations. It's almost like they're testing him to see if he can do it. And he always comes through. If not for Lamar Jackson, that team would be terrible. I agree. Yeah. Um, and, and, and for some reason... For some reason, there is no bigger case study than to show what warrants getting big money than Lamar Jackson. Because without Lamar Jackson, Baltimore is garbage. <laughs> I don't disagree. I'll just tell you. Leroy, do you, you think if he had an agent, he'd be signed already? No. No. You don't think so? I, no. I think because, it's, because I, I think his agent would have did him a disservice. You think so? Yeah, because they would have been like Russell's getting this, and who else signed the deal this off season? Uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray, well, Kyler, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson. right? So, so I mean, you you got to look at it. If you look at Deshaun Watson, who he hasn't won an MVP. Uh, I think Deshaun's better than Lamar Jackson, personally. I mean, I know he's not played in a while. But, that's but, fine, but, he's, but he's, that's here's what I'm saying about MVP that. That means I hear you. <laughs> But he hasn't. But he I love boom. Lamar, but he hasn't played at an MVP level since that boom. season. He's boom. been good, but boom. he hasn't played boom. like an MVP. I don't think. Here's here's what you have to understand. Yeah. Okay. We always like to take quarterbacks and put them in different situations to see how they would compare to the quarterback you have, right? Mm-hmm. And I know this for a fact. Or I don't know if for a fact, but I could probably take Lamar Jackson and put him in Deshaun Watson's situation, and he'd be successful. Yep. But I don't know if I can put Deshaun Watson in Lamar Jackson's circumstances, and he'd be just as effective. But but Leroy, Lamar's not as good a passer as Deshaun, though. But but again, 
you're 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 taking a portion of the game. Well, I give you another perfect example. Yeah. You know, everybody got offended when Tyreek Hill said Tua is one of the most accurate quarterbacks or the ac- most accurate quarterback I ever played with. That was a fact. Though. Everybody thought that was a knock on uh, Patrick Mahomes. But you can excel at a certain skill. It doesn't make you a better player. And that's it? what we need to lose. We need to lose that thought. So you're going to take and say Lamar Jackson can't run, can't throw as well as Deshaun Watson. Right. Is it safe for me to say Deshaun Watson can't run like Lamar Jackson? So Agre- how does that work out? Agree with I agree with you, and I like Lamar, and I would pay him if I were Baltimore. But if you ask me if I'm starting a team, if I had to choose between the two, I'm not saying it's like by miles, but I would choose. Well, take the off the field stuff out of it. If it's just about well, on no, the we're field. talking about football players. As a football so, player, I would take Deshaun Watson over Lamar. How about you guys? Um, my vote doesn't count, but I'm with Bull. I would take Watson over Lamar. I, 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 I probably, I probably, I probably would take him. I would probably take Deshaun Watson, but it, to me, it's, it's a toss-up. It's a preference thing. <laughs> I think it is Here, a preference thing. Too. Here's, the right. here's, here's what we're trying to do. Yeah. We're trying to take two different skill sets and compare them. That's true. And yep. it becomes it's difficult tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. because there's no real way of doing it other than saying this. Lamar Jackson might not be as good of a thrower as uh, Deshaun Watson, but we all know. Deshaun Watson is not as dynamic outside the pocket as Lamar Jackson. So how do you compare those two yeah, things? It's hard. You compare these it's two hard. things like this. Here's how you compare. We all make the assumption that the quarterback that's great outside of the pocket can't do that forever. Whereas the pure passer can do it for a longer period of time. What happens when Deshaun Watson loses his athletic ability? Hmm. Right? You don't ever have to worry about that with Deshaun Watson. Not that, you know, he's not an athletic person. Yeah. But that's not the number one aspect of his game. Right, right, right. I, and the so, one thing I would say, it, Leroy, the one thing I would say to back you up on this, in terms of Lamar, and I'll admit that I've watched a ton of Lamar because in my Keeper League fantasy team, I had him four years in a row. So I was watching him <laughs> right. all the time. He helped me win two championships in four years, baby. <laughs> so I watch Lamar all the time. And what Lamar does better than the running quarterbacks that came before him, in my opinion, is he almost all the time, obviously it's going to happen sometimes, he avoids the big hit, I think, more than any running quarterback we've ever seen. He'll get out of bounds. He'll slide. He is extremely, I think, it seems it seems to me, that he is extremely aware of avoiding that big hit. Do you think that's correct? Yeah, no? I think the other thing is is that he throws the ball more than those other guys. Well, that's true. Too. So yeah, sure. He he he's willing he's willing to uh still keep his head downfield when a lot of running quarterbacks, once they decide to run, it's over. That's right? true. So yeah. Now see and, and this is this is the thing that if you're looking at these numbers what were those and numbers you see 60, from, by the way? I don't know. last full season. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that wasn't – you're taking oh. – You took Lamar's worst season. That's not – Well, it was his last right. season he yeah. played and Deshaun's last season he played. Yeah. All right. Mm. And he was hurt, right? 
Hence all those picks. All right, Leroy. Um, let's, 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 yes, let's, sir. Let's yeah, shift gears shift to the gear, Browns. Shift gears. Yeah. What is it? Hey. What, did, what did you take away from the game Monday? Mm. Two things. The the first thing I tweeted out after like three running plays. Please, Browns, don't abandon the run because <laughs> you didn't have early success. Yep. Please, I say thank you. Have a nice day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I gotta go and look then it when up. they got in the red zone, the tweeter. he did. I can confirm. We'll throw it on tag board. Give us one second. I said, I said, please, uh, please, let's get Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt going downhill in the red zone. By the way, the Browns are great at putting the ball in the end zone on the ground in the red zone. People think that that's just, oh, no. That is a skill. You got a whole bunch of people, uh, and who's who's the uh, the backup center? Sixty six. Poachich. Um, Poachich is like I, I don't know where they got this man from. Is that sixty six? The starting center who was who was supposed to be a backup in the beginning of the year? No. Who was sixty six? They brought into the game when they went to that. Oh, uh, James Hudson. Oh, James Hudson. He's the, he's going to be the starting right tackle next year. What? He yeah. lit. Oh boy. See, yeah, and, and that's dangerous. I got all tingly. I saw that play. I got all tingly. I was like, <laughs> you know where they got that from? You know they got that from? You know they got that from San Francisco where they made Trim, uh, yep. Williams do that? They had eight as offensive linemen say, on the field on that play. As if, hey, as Emmitt Smith would say, he got blowed up. <laughs> man, look, Ian Browns, man. please don't give up hey. on the run. Thank you, Browns. <laughs> and, and, and Leroy. Hey. Huh. On, on this one, I, what I saw, see, somebody asked me the other day. They said, "If how you gonna how you gonna gauge whether the Browns is ready to go?" I said, "I'll know they're ready to go if Kevin Stefanski got my man Nick Chubb and Kareem <laughs> Hunt in the same backfield. If I, I know that they're ready to play and they're ready to do what they need to do on the ground and they committed to the run because they had them dudes in the backfield at the same time." And actually, they weren't just decoying. They was giving Kareem Hunt touches, mm-hmm. legitimate mm-hmm. carries. And I, right. I, I, I was just hey. so disappointed at one time. Hey. Let me ask you this. When you saw Kareem Hunt get that much run, did you think they was giving that run to trade him? Oh, yeah. I knew that. I, 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 I said, said I no. I, they, I, they, I they said no. They run up. I said they driving hey, this stock price up. Hey, they just washed and waxed that old car. Got him outside and put some new rims on him. They're going to sell it tomorrow. I'll, you know what? Look, good for them. You know, like, if, if it didn't work out, you, you know, as the Browns, you got to say, Hey, you think we lost by keeping Kareem Hunt? No. No. This makes our team better. But to your point, there's a couple of things I look at when I'm looking at the game. One is how many rushes. Okay? Forget the amount of yards. Because if you have the amount of rushes, that pretty much tells you the story of the game. Okay? that you can still be committed at it. If, if you're down two touchdowns, you ain't going to keep running the ball. So sure. how many rushes gives you an idea of where they are, right? The other thing is <clears throat> time of possession. So whenever they play a team like Cincinnati, 
is going to come up again in a couple of weeks when you got to face the Dolphins. Shrink the clock on them. Yep. You have to. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? Think about this, guys. The one thing that Cincinnati has done a hell of a job with this year is not protecting Joe Burrow. It's getting the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so while everybody says, ooh, ooh, they protect him, they're not protecting him any better. He's just getting rid of the ball and making quicker decisions. Now, when you run the ball and shrink the amount of time he has it, now he thinks he got to make chunk plays. Mm-hmm. Now he thinks he got to hold the ball a little longer. And now you're feeding into what that front seven for, for Cleveland does. Give us a, a half a second more, we're going to get to you. And that's what happened because they got a big lead. They couldn't just dink and dunk it and methodically move the ball down the field. They had to get chunk plays, and it put them in a bad spot. That's football. That's the football that Cleveland has to play successfully in order to win. And and look, all you're trying to do as of right now is put wins in your pocket, right? We know this ain't what the team is going to be when Deshaun Watson gets here, although Jacoby Brissett played his best game, mm-hmm. right? We know. We don't know what this team is going to look like, what they gonna pre- what, what the coaches want to want to call when Deshaun Watson gets in there. But guess what? They have found a way, and remember I told you this earlier and everybody laughed at me, it don't matter who the quarterback is. At this point, it don't matter. Because if you win or lose games, it ain't going to be because of the quarterback. It's going to be how committed you are to the run. Because, look, Amari Cooper, I told you, he's one of the best rock runners there is. And you put play action into that? I saw Jacoby slip, drop the ball, pick it up, and still throw it to open <laughs> Amari Cooper. He played great. Jacoby played great in this game. But, but guess what? That's because he had room. Yeah. Right? When you're running the ball, and you can see, I love it. they like little ants. Right? they like little ants creeping towards the cupcake. Creeping down because Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt run. they creeping down. And then, bam, now you got Amari Cooper singled up. That's, that's football. That's complimentary football. And defensively, guess what? Ty, I tell you this. When you got that pass rush, you can jump routes. Yeah. Because you know it's saying, coming out I'm quick. Been, hey, Leroy, that leads me to my next question. What did you think of them running the – I think they had Jadavion sometimes in the at D-tackle, Miles in the well, middle. No, no, wait, wait, wait. We, hey, Bull, did we not talk about this last week? Yep. Mm. They said, we don't have pressure up the middle. I say, so do something about it. You got two <laughs> dominant pass rushes. They don't have to be outside. <laughs> and then think about this. Think about this. And this is how football works in every phase. If you put your guy in the same spot every time, right, and you don't move him around and they game plan that way and beat you, it's because you didn't realize that they're going to make adjustments to what you're doing. I would Look, here's what I would do. I would take the two guys inside to block the two um, knows the two uh, DNs because they aren't, haven't been getting a lot of pressure up the middle, right? 
That's a dangerous game. So you game, sure that know? up? That's a dangerous huh? game. They got to be able to take double teams and defeat double teams at a high rate. Nope. Here, the whole point of football is to get your best players in the most favorable, favorable situations. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay? What the hell is a fullback for? He don't need to tote the ball. He blocking for the other guy. Right? Kyle what, what is the, catches what, the ball. Technically, technically, what are the two uh, DNs, the, the two tackles for? To eat up bodies so the linebackers can make plays. Oh, I, so I totally it's agree. not Been nothing new. That. It's not nothing new, but here's what you do. Who cares if what happens to you want to talk about the offensive line making a call? You know how y'all got that danger call? They might call a timeout if you line up Miles Garrett over the nose. Just <laughs> because, <laughs> Coach, we ain't practiced this. <laughs> they would have to, right? Leroy, they would in, have in to. Any change in football, people flip out. You got, I, I would I would put it, I, I love what teams do on third down. I would never give you a pre-snap read. I would never. On third down, I, I would have people standing up, moving around. You know which gap you got to get to uh, based on the defense. But I, my whole thing is confusion. I want the center making false calls. I want the quarterback to think you coming. He going to keep a guy in. I want you to act like you're sliding this way. Oh, we here. You don't know where we're going. We're coming off the opposite end. I want them to have to think 60 plays on their toes. And you may be able to do it once. Cool. You may be able to do it twice. But third, fourth, fifth time, somebody gonna come free, and we gonna get here, home. We making a you making a terrible assumption that I'm not gonna make. Sometimes, the D coordinator Joe Wood want to do all that stuff, but he two and three deep at certain positions. <laughs> you want to put them guys in that situation? Because hey. guess what? Hey, all you need is one time somebody looked at the sideline and say. My bad, I had deep third. They go damn <laughs> right? Did right? we see that 15 times the first few weeks? Yes, we did. Yes! Yeah. Right. So, so, so keep it real. Yeah. Keep it real. Like, you know when you get that huddle. Hey, hey Todd, tell me. You, hey, Todd, tell me you have not gotten in a huddle one time, and they call a blitz or a check, and you look at somebody next to him and say, ain't no way in hell he going to get this. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the scariest. Hey. It's one of the scariest positions in the world to be in a huddle. They call the play, and you blank out. You're just like, hold hey, on, what do I got I'm on be, this? No, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's been times when they call the blitz, and I said, I, I know I'm supposed to check out, but I'm running this blitz. Yeah. Hey, I can just, it, it, you better get home this. if you do it. You better get home. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Hey. And, and you don't understand how now. All that stuff that Ty just talking about, right? Somebody go in motion. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you want to talk about blitzes? Everybody looking at each other. Do I go? Do you go? Boy. We got, and then somebody just say, forget it. Cover two. <laughs> Cover two. <laughs> just, they just, am I right? Call it off. Tell me. Hey, no. y'all got to go to coverage no matter what. And the leader of the defense, the guy calling the players, will look around and go, 
We ain't got this. Yeah. Brother two. Yeah. Brother two. It's <laughs> just back yeah, it that's out. A fact. Yeah. It's a fact, man. Is that because it's, offensive look, players are smarter than defensive players? No. No. I would. I would say this. <laughs> I would say this. Um, offensive players are less affected by defensive movement because you can't hide everything on defense. You can line everybody up. You can do all this stuff. But at some point, you know different areas have to be covered and somebody's going to get there. So no matter how much they move, they just window dressing. You know they got to cover the field. Whereas offense, you know, whereas um, from a defensive standpoint, when the offense moves around, it changes everybody's responsibilities. That's not necessarily true on offense. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That makes the defense actually smarter that everybody got to recognize. No, it doesn't because y'all don't get it right. That's why we move. (laughs) Leroy, (laughs) what is wrong with you? I'm just telling you. Hey, I'm just telling you. Hey. Hey, hey, listen, this is me. I'm in the backfield, right? Me and the linebacker looking at each other. I know I'm going to my right. I just look over here, and he'll say, he coming at you. He coming at you. And I'm just thinking, this, this dude is stupid. And they start sliding over to the left, and oh, you know what I'm goodness. like? Wow. All you, of that. Hey, let me tell you what it is. All right. Hey. Bull, yeah. Bush, I'm going to tell you this real quick. Yeah. You know what it is? They want so bad to be smart that they start yelling stuff, even if it's the wrong thing. If you watch a football game, a every defender, <laughs> defender want to yell, they know what's up. <laughs> that, that's true. Right? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> like, but, but here's offense. Offense is like, if we know you what you're going to do, we ain't going to sit here and announce it. Well, you got to make sure everybody on the same page, Leroy. All right, hold on a second. We got a question for you, Leroy. Here we go. Let me tell tell folks that uh, obviously we want you to subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button. Over 17,000 subscribers, over over 17,300 subscribers now. Uh, Become a super chatter. Become a member. There's two levels of membership, of course. I will be doing our first over the starters tier, just just uh, $1.99 a month. And then the coaches tier, which is $4.99 a month. And there's going to be bonus uh, content for the coaches tier, which we will be providing starting today. Today, is, first, first right. bonus. First bonus content. And as part of uh, this, uh, we got a super chat question specifically for Leroy. So, Mikey, tell us the question for Leroy. We do, and anytime we get an internet question, it's brought to us by our good friends at PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with <coughs> advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. Okay. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Venter, Wilkins, Minerva are hiring for all positions starting $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com careers to learn more. This question, Leroy, comes from Donnie. 
He says Jacoby Brissett is thrown for over 220 yards in seven of the eight games. What do you think the passing game will look like when Watson returns if he isn't rusty? <clears throat> it should look the same. You same. know, maybe a, a little. It, 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 I mean, there might be a couple of throws here and there that Deshaun makes that that um, Jacoby won't, right? But this the, the 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 this team is built around running the football, so everything comes off that. If you run the football well, Deshaun Watson ain't gonna throw the ball. Don't mean he's not good. It just means that don't get caught up in Deshaun Watson being back, and then all of a sudden you think you got to be a different team. Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, they're gonna think. I know. Hey, they, they go. You know it, Leroy. You know. Oh, he gonna throw this ball. They coming out five wide. He because here's the thing. He comfortable now. Stefanski is like, oh, I got my new shiny toy. That's like you, you if, get a toy on Christmas yeah. and the parents say you can't open that, that to next week. What? Then I gotta keep that in the garage. And, but but at the very least, they're gonna run RPOs, which they can't do right now. They'll at least do that. Yeah, they're definitely gonna do but, that. But, but again, okay. But think about this. The RPO is fine. But it's still coming from the same place of your strength. Right. right. You see what I'm saying? That's true. That's That's what I'm saying about can Deshaun Watson do some different things? Yes. But should they stay true to who they are, it's only going to make all the parties involved better. It's going to make it better for Jacoby. The other thing is, Peeps Jones has picked up his game. Yes. I loved him coming into the year. And let's not – Let's not – I give him credit. I, I mean, I've been impressed with <coughs> him going up and getting the ball. Mm-hmm. His route running. He catches right? everything. Now, yep. I will say this. Yeah. They, they don't really throw the ball deep, and I don't know why that is, because they always seem to – Amari Cooper is, is – a Amari Cooper is very similar to Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. And that – their middle of the field, outcut, sideline guys. Um, Amari Cooper is a better route runner, but they're very similar in that they're going to be a guy you can always go to. Who's going to be that guy to stretch the field? That's that's the question that I have. I think DPJ and, can, but they just haven't used him that I way. I think they, I think yeah. Brandon Cooks is trying to get released so they, so the well, he'd be the a Browns great kid. Oh, shut up! <laughs> Stop playing with me. You, yeah, Tyler, but I think that's. Tyler, hey, he tra- hey, you see Deshaun Watson? You, you see Deshaun Watson <laughs> comment on it after he uh, put that tweet out yesterday. Yeah. So you know, just saying. Hey, look at. Hey, let, t- hey, not not for nothing. Tell Deshaun put his Twitter thumbs down. <laughs> let's leave that alone for a while. I agree with. I agree hey, with you, brother. And you get, know, you know, let's get, get back happy. to football hey, hey, because it's time coming back up. You get ready to touch that field. Ready? ready. I got to get an answer from the three guys who played football here. Why is yeah. Jedrick Wills wearing a, uh, a, a a visor that you what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? Visor. Yeah. No, no, but he's wearing one that like the tinted one. The tint. The t- yeah. Why is he wearing a tinted visor for a night game? Can somebody explain that to me? Well, it doesn't yes. affect the the ability. I would think you can't see. No, see to you to you it looks tinted, yeah. but out of when you look through it, it's still right. clear. It's, well, it's clear. Yeah. All right. Um, hey, got, what position does he play? Left, left tackle. tackle. The hell does he need to see? Right. Block the fat guy across from you. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's you right. Like hey, out there. Right, Leroy, did you right. say that?
that to your offensive lineman? Did you just say that? Block the fat guy in front of you when you played? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. (laughs) I had an interesting interesting relationship with my offensive line because one of them, Orlando Brown, was big as hell. Oh, man. Oh, my God, he was big. Yes. And and then we had Tony Jones. Big. and, And then I had one of my best friends, Steve Everett. Oh, yeah. People so forget me and Steve, Steve played was a good, college. good so, center. He's a good center. Yeah, so I tell you what, it wasn't nobody going to do nothing to me because Steve was coming. <laughs> I'm talking about on my team, the other team, anybody. Mm. So I say, yeah, look, I'm riding it down with that guy. Were you, were you, uh, in, were you in Minnesota huh? when they had Corey Stringer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. Hey, he was the biggest human being that had feet like a DB. It was amazing. <laughs> That's Quick unbelievable. Feet. Yeah. Hey, getting in his back pedal. <laughs> yes. Dude, he was so good on his feet. But uh, I'm going to tell y'all a, a quick little story. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> we were playing the game. We were playing against Green Bay. Now, there's a rule in the NFL. I don't know if y'all familiar with this rule. The rule is don't cut Reggie White. Oh, That's so it. that was that was a thing. Like, hold on, that that, that was hey. an unknown thing. You don't touch Reggie. What unwritten rule? You really? don't cut him. Re- you don't cut him. Re- I never Here's, knew that. Hold on, I'm getting to it <laughs> because Reggie White didn't cuss, and he ain't talk bad about folks. <laughs> In the West Coast offense, you have those quick three step bo- drops. Yep, <laughs> and it don't matter who's on the line screams. You got to get their hands down. So I go out there, whoo, put, throw at his legs. He put his hands down, and um, we get up. We go back to the huddle, and Corey and the left, the right guard, they staring at me. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> I said, man, <clears throat> Reggie over there praying. That's never, that's never a good sign. Why did you cut him? I said, man, I'm just doing my job, y'all. Know, you know you can't cut Reggie. So on the very next play, right, we run another pass play. Corey Stringer drops back. Reggie White does the old hump move. Oh, and no lie, there is a picture of Reggie White throwing Corey Stringer with that hump move, and his feet are a foot and a half off the ground. He lifted his soul. John Legend, let's get lifted. And we get back to the huddle, and everybody's staring at me again. But like, like it yeah. was my well, fault. Well, your fault. You were to blame. It's my fault that, that Reggie White got mad. Yeah. He was talking about, Lord Jesus. <laughs> he's, on, he's in the corner. And, and all the offensive linemen, instead of trying to get their mouthpiece in and get, you know, get strapped up, they just sit in the huddle looking at me. <laughs> like, it's my fault. Like, Reggie was going to play ball until you cut him. Oh, my God. That, Leroy, you're the best. That was the – I think – you've told some good stories. I think that's the best one ever. Thank you, Leroy. We'll talk to you next week. My All right, man. Hey, man, Leroy, that's That crazy. is uh, – that's Lord an old-timer Jesus. right there. Hey, hey, bro, that move, that Reggie White move. Reggie White's about to kill you now. I got to – I got – I got to oh get Robert Smith. He got to corroborate this story. Robert Smith, he got to corroborate. Oh that boy, Rick. Did, did you know that, Robert? Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad 
free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.